Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Fayetteville is such a strange place during the Christmas holidays. When you're around campus, it's dead. All the students are gone. Most of the people that work on the campus are gone too. And you can get anywhere you want to go in no time. MLK, a breeze. Going up and down Stadium Drive, Razorback Road, Maple Street, no problem. But then you get out to the north side of town, around the mall, around Walmart, or you get over to the east side, and it's bumper to bumper. I mean, people are crazy. And it is that weekend when everybody's in a mad dash to get all the final things done before Christmas rolls around. I know beginning today, a lot of people are going to be on the move. So be careful as you're out there. And uh, it's hard to be patient. I'm the worst at giving advice about being patient. But uh, maybe that'll be in order over the next day or two as well. All right, I've got football and basketball to talk about as we move into the holiday weekend. Matt Jones is going to be with us in just a little bit, as he always is to wrap up the week. Football recruiting, National Signing Day, the early period is underway. Arkansas signed a bunch of guys yesterday, 24 of them. And if you're one of those who focuses on high school kids, might not have been exactly what you wanted. If you're one of those who focuses on portal guys and immediate needs, might not be so bad. This was Sam Pittman's take. We went out for needs, signed 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and we we got a kicker out of the transfer portal as well. Five offensive linemen so far. Three of them were out of the transfer portal. Two wide receivers, two quarterbacks, one in the portal, a running back, a tight end out of the portal. Uh, DBs, we had six, one out of the portal at this point. Linebacker, three, one out of the portal at this point. Looks like now we're at three wide receivers instead of two. We're headed in the right direction at quarterback, and I'm talking about both of them. And we're headed in the right direction on the O-line. I'm talking about high school and transfers, and we're not done yet. But those were two big key areas that we wanted to try to address in recruiting, and we did. We obviously know we have the third through the seventh period there that we've got some work to do. I think we have about eight scholarships left, and so we've got to be right because I think we only have ten visits left, you know, so we're close to maxed out there. But we have that, and obviously you've got your second signing period, and then it opens back up in April. All right, here's my, I guess you could say, immediate take on what we saw transpire yesterday. I didn't expect Arkansas to have a great recruiting class in terms of national ranking and really SEC ranking. As Sam Pittman said yesterday, let's face it, this past season had a lot to do with what's happened, particularly when it comes to in-state kids and high school recruits. You're not going to go 4-8 and eight overall and then 1-7 and seven in conference play and turn around and have a top 15 or top 20 recruiting class. Occasionally that will happen, but generally speaking, that's not the way it works. Right now, 
Arkansas's class is ranked 28th nationally. Um, not very good in terms of high schoolers. Fifth in the league in terms of transfer portal guys. Things are changing in the recruiting world, and it goes beyond NIL. And this is where the portal and NIL and everything that's happening comes into play. Teams have different needs. You know, Arkansas's needs are immediate. And that's one of the reasons I'm, frankly, not as discouraged as maybe some might be. Here's what I saw last season. I saw Arkansas's offensive line struggle in virtually every ball game. I saw quarterback play suffer as a result. I saw the entire offense suffer as a result. You saw it. I'm not telling you anything you didn't see with your own eyes. There's nothing insightful about what I just said. But my point is this. If Arkansas can retool that offensive line, and if this quarterback that's coming in from Boise State either wins the job or pushes Criswell to be even better than he's been, I think it's a bowl team next year. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's going to be a team that's going to finish third or fourth in the SEC, but I think it's a bowl team. And when you go four and eight, one and seven, that's progress. I don't believe Arkansas is in a spot where they can just wave a magic wand and suddenly go from worst to first. I don't see that happening. I don't know. I don't know if you go from worst to second or third. I don't know. Maybe. But I do think there's the potential there for progress. I know that people are focusing on Courtney Crutchfield, the receiver that went to Missouri. I understand all that. When you lose an in-state guy, you do tend to focus on that. I don't know what went on there. I have no idea. I hear, just like the rest of you, that NIL had a lot to do with it. I don't know that that's true. Missouri had a great season. Arkansas didn't. Maybe that's got something to do with it. Um, you know, Only he knows exactly why he made that call. But here's the one thing that I'll say. You know, at the end of this thing, if Arkansas has, you know, six, seven, eight offensive linemen in this class when it all finally settles in, and three, four, five of them become starters, you're a better football team as a result of that. And this kid from Boise State comes in and maybe wins the job or at the very least creates a legitimate quarterback competition between two guys that have the ability to help you win. If that happens, I'll submit to you it's been a good recruiting year regardless of what Crutchfield or any of the others did. Now, there's still needs, and Pittman outlined them yesterday. There's still guys they're going to go after. There's still about eight of them out there, you know, that are available, some of them on offense, some of them on defense. But, you know, the needs at Arkansas are different than the needs at some spots. You know, you got to win next year. We all know what's on the line. We all know what's on the table. The reality is if your need is on the offensive line, if that's your most pressing need, and you've got to win next year to save your job, you better be raiding that portal like a madman because that's what's going to determine your fate. And again, I'm not saying it's good when you lose an in-state guy. In fact, it's bad. But here's my take. If you win some games next year, if you turn this thing around, you're not going to lose in-state guys anymore. You'll Keep them as long as you're winning. 
And when you're not, you'll lose them. It's been that way my entire lifetime, and I don't see that changing. All right, before we talk to Matt Jones, I want to visit for just a moment with those of you who are in the real estate market, buyers or sellers. There's a lot going on right now. We're at the end of the year. Everybody's got a prediction on how 2024 is going to go. You know, is this thing going to sustain? Is it going to crash? What are interest rates going to be like? Lots of things come into play. You need a real pro on your side of the table, whether you're a buyer or a seller. And this is really where the value of an agent from Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, comes into play. I've talked to you about my partnership with them as a buyer and a seller. I've also told you about how they're the best trained in the business. That's never more valuable than it is today because there's a lot of money on the table. There are real decisions to be made. You need someone who understands the market. You need someone who understands where you are, your location. And I mean your location. And sometimes value can change from block to block and street to street. And you need someone that understands that in a way that maybe the rest of us don't. That's why you partner with an agent from Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. That's why I did it. My experience was great. I think it'll be your experience, too. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. All right, as we welcome you back in, we're going to visit with the legend, Matt Jones, number nine as we always do to wrap up the week. Matt, first welcome. Have you uh, have you completed your holiday shopping? I think that's the number one question today. Chuck, always always good to be with you on these holidays. Uh, yeah, man, uh, life's good. Uh, getting into, uh, you know, NBA actions coming on. You had signing day yesterday. Uh, the sports world never stops, Chuck, so it's, uh, it's good. Get to see the folks. Going to go see the folks for a couple days, see my sisters and my parents and their kids. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's always good for the holidays and, and to, to hang out and, and kind of check in with everybody. That's a long way of Matt saying no. He has not completed all of his uh, Christmas shopping. At least that would be uh, at least that'd be my bet. So Matt, they signed a bunch of guys. You've been through all this. There was a time you went through it as a player. Uh, just kind of give me your immediate reaction to, to what we saw the Razorbacks do yesterday. Yeah, you know, a lot's changed in, what, 20, 22 years or so since since, since signing day. Um, it's it's a little different. You know, I, I was excited to be up there with, with eight other of my teammates up there in the, in the gymnasium in Northside High School. And, um, you know, my folks had said something that, you know, if the, the kids get a scholarship, they'll give you a vehicle. And so they don't have to pay for college. Nowadays, you get a scholarship, you get a hundred grand and a vehicle. So it's a... Uh, it's a little different. Um, yeah, I, I've been looking at it and, and checking it in, and it seems like people get a little fired up about the the, the, the losses, the ones we don't get, and instead of looking at the, the guys we do get. My, my theory is, man, if you don't want to be here, then then wish you luck and, and, and success and, and go on, and, and let's get the guys that want to be here and want to compete and want to be Razorbacks. Um, I think that nowadays, too, with the signing day, you're kind of looking at the portal, not just the high school kids. I think it's weighted a little different. Uh, and but but I do like some of the talent that that's coming in. You know, you got some guys that have some S- SEC uh, ability, and 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 they've been in some college off seasons. And you, you hope that they come in with the locker room working hard and 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 being an example for these young guys. I I know coming in as a freshman, Chuck, I, I looked up to to George George Wilson, to Kurt Davis, Kenny Sandlin. 
you know, you just look up to to certain guys that that were that were upperclassmen and veterans that that did it the right way. And so hopefully we still, you know, a Landon Jackson. You got guys that have been here uh, that these young kids can come in and see what the Razorback way is all about. You know, when I look at last season, and I brought this up a little bit earlier, when I look at last season, it you know is obvious the offensive line was, you know, that was the most glaring issue. It seems to me, and though in this recruiting cycle, and given Arkansas's situation right now with the staff and where they are and having to win next year to survive, if they end up with six, seven, eight portal guys on the offensive line, and if that area of the football team is shored up, so to speak, and I mean, that's a big if, but if that area is shored up, so to speak, and if this quarterback from Boise State is either or pushes Criswell to be what KJ was, I think this team is a bowl team. You know, I think when you look at this past season, if you'd been better up front, you look at those one possession games. Mm -hmm. If you'd been better up front, I don't know how good a bowl game you're in, but I think you're bowling right now. No, I like the moves we made uh, in the offseason, Chuck, and, and, and I'm with you. If, if uh, a quarterback can, is, is here and ready to go uh, and, and is competent, and I think Criswell is, and, and we'll see what Green's all about, uh, you get that offensive line shirt up. Uh, I think we're looking at our coaching staff for the next five years. I, I think Pittman and Petrino can, can build something good, and uh, Travis Williamson, Travis Williams being a young coach, uh, I, I still I still think he's a he's a future head coach, but maybe we can get him for another two or three years here. Uh, and, and if you're having success, if you're if you're winning, then then that that's that's what happens to your coordinators they they move on. Uh, but I'm with you, Chuck. I, I I like the the direction that that this team's going on. I, I would like for us to get to hit some some more on our in state talent, and that's just me, and and maybe that's just my antiquated way of thinking. Uh, old school, but I, I'd like to put a fence up around the state and, and, and get all the in-state talent you can, but I know it's not that's not reasonable. It's not going to happen. Uh, but I do think when you're going, if you're if you're like Missouri and if you're going to win eight, nine, ten games, then I think some of those in-state guys start coming to your school. So I think winning helps. Uh, I, I do think when, when you're one and seven in conference, there's a lot to work on, but I do like the steps that uh, Coach Pittman uh, bringing in Bobby Petrino, I, I like some of these portal gets. I, I, I like some of these 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 incoming freshmen, and and I do like the fact, Chuck, that they get up here early. They're they're going to be enrolled in this fall semester. I mean, this spring semester, excuse me, and uh, and be ready for spring ball. Well, and you know, as Pittman said, there are still eight more slots that are probably going to be filled, and. You know, some of that's who's available, I guess. Some of it is is needs. I want to go, though, to something you kind of touched on a minute ago, and, and I'm going to ask you to think back to when you transitioned from a college player to a pro. You played in an era, it seems like, from the outside looking in, where you had more of a, you know, a team concept, uh, you know, uh, uh, at the collegiate level, and then you get into the pro ranks, and Everyone has their own agenda. Building that, that, that team, that camaraderie is a little more difficult. I wonder now if college football is like that. And having been in that kind of locker room, what the challenges are. You know, when everybody – and some of these portal guys, let's face it, some of them have their own agenda. When you're trying to blend all this stuff together, even for one year, just among the players, you know, what, what, what has to happen for all that to gel? 
Yeah, I mean that's 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 the question right there. Um, you know, they're independent contractors now, so you're trying to you're trying to get these guys to come in for for a common purpose, a common goal, um, and 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 what that is. And I I don't know that I know know the answer to that, Chuck. Well, I don't know that anybody does. Maybe if we could uh, if we could bottle that one up, we'd all make a fortune. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about basketball here in a minute. I want to ask you before you go. They're playing. Um, uh, they played last night, and then they're going to not play again until, I guess, uh, next Saturday. And then they're not going to play again until the Saturday after that. As a player, um, do you dread times like these? Do you long to play in a game? Or is this the time when you feel like maybe I could earn my stripes and get some more playing time? Yeah, Chuck. Uh, you you, you want to play? I, th- I think once you get that first game under your belt and kind of get get rolling, that uh, that you settle in. This time of the year was always my favorite time up there on campus. Uh, you know, it's kind of the athletes are up there, all the riffraff's gone. Uh, you know, you don't have to worry about the girls wearing the short skirts walking around and uh, any type of distractions. You know, it's just hey, man, let's go get some shots up. Let's go eat. Uh, let's let's go to the training room, play video games, and let's go back and get some shots up that night. Um, let's you know what whatever you're gonna do. If it's football season, getting ready for the bowl game, or if, if you're if you're basketball practicing and, and being able to go get shots up, it was just uh, you kind of felt like you didn't have to go to class, and you was like, man, you just freedom. All all you want to do is go play ball, and and then that opportunity's up there. And, and Coach Nutt had a saying. He he called him. He called everybody that you know your gym rats. He's he's like you're in there. Uh, even when the when the lights are off, you know, it's like you, you just you can't help it. You just got to go to the gym. Matt, I hope you have a great Christmas, a happy holiday season. It's, uh, man, one of my highlights in 2023, seriously, is an opportunity to visit with you every week. And I appreciate that. Safe travels wherever you're headed. Chuck, you're the best. And, and, and Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you and your family as well. All right, Matt Jones, everybody, the living legend, as he always does, uh, joining us here at the end of the week on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Gimme the Hogs Chuck! Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts you're listening to the gimme the hogs chuck podcast presented by white curd realtors the griffin company hey i know we're headed into a big weekend there's basketball there's college bowl games there's all kinds of stuff going on and if you're going to be the best prepared if you're really going to be the one that you know maybe turns this weekend to your weekend you've got to download the bet saracen app now, i know there are lots of sports betting apps out there I also know there are laws in our state that keep a lot of them from operating within our state. And I know that if you're going to bet Vegas odds legally, well, you got to be in Vegas. Um, but, you know, really the bet shares and apps where you need to be anyway because it is Vegas, Arkansas style. And you'll find out very quickly why people go there again and again and again. It's not just your traditional odds. It's not just your traditional over-unders. You've got – all kinds of exotic bets. You've got the opportunity to bet in-game, Razorback games, parlays. It's all there. They've got a how-to-play video, and they'll get you ready to go at the uh, at the Bet Saracen app. 
You know, they're bowl games. Uh, we were talking about, you know, college football a little bit earlier. They're actually bowl games. Now, we're not paying as much attention to them uh, because the Razorbacks are not playing in a bowl game and because we're focused on recruiting and things of that nature. But you do have a bowl game tonight, UCF and Georgia Tech playing the Gasparilla Bowl. Then you got a bunch of games. I mean, you got a bunch of games coming up tomorrow. Arkansas State plays tomorrow. They play in the Camellia Bowl. I had to look that up. That's in Montgomery, Alabama. I had no idea. But um, ASU is a three-point favorite over Northern Illinois. They've got that on the Bad Saracen app, front and center. There are some other bowl games tomorrow, too. The Armed Forces Bowl, Air Force and James Madison play in that. Not exactly any of the marquee games, but there are some uh, there's some nice spreads out there, some nice over-unders. Bet Saracen app might be the place to go and get in on those. Now, the Razorbacks, of course, played basketball last night. No game until the 30th, and um, then they'll uh, take on North Carolina Wilmington in the uh, final game before conference season begins. All right, we're going to take a few days off for the holidays. I know the rest of you are too. Safe travels. As I mentioned at the outset, I know many are on the road today. And I hope you have a happy holiday season. We'll reconvene next week. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.